As a mom, you wear a lot of hats, and sometimes it seems like you're going in a million directions at once. At the 29-Minute Mom, we want to give you the tools to bring it all under control and reach your highest potential. If you give us a few minutes, we'll help you find those extra hours you need every week to achieve balance and satisfaction in everything you're trying to get done. The 29-Minute Mom. It's time just for you. And now, here's your host, life's organization expert, author and coach, Jennifer Ford Berry. Hello, everybody. This is Jennifer Ford Berry, life's organization expert, back again with another episode of the 29 Minute Mom. And today I am so excited because we are going to get you into the Christmas spirit with our holiday expert and author, Yvonne Lacey. She is the author of her new book called Taking Back Your Holidays, A Whimsical Guide to the Holidays with Tips, Tricks, and Trivia for a Lighter, Brighter Christmas. Welcome, Yvonne. Yay, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yes, I was telling um, Yvonne before we started recording that I came across um, your book on Amazon because this time of year, I'm like, really um, already thinking about Christmas and getting super excited. What Christmas books can I read? What Christmas movies can I watch? And so that's how I found your new book. And I, I think it's just so needed right now. Um, So congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. And after the year we've all had and experienced, I think it comes at a really good time. (laughs) It does. Right. And you know, I was just, um, we're doing a normal Christmas clutter series on here on the show. And the thing that just really makes me sad about the holidays is that, you know, when you're a child, you're so excited. The, antici- the anticipation is part of the joy. And as you grow up and you become, you know, an adult, or an, if you're a mom, your to-do list is super long and you put all these expectations on yourself and you want to make everybody happy. And next thing you know, you're not even really present in the season and you're not you're not enjoying it. And that makes me really sad. So today I hope you can give us some really amazing tips on how can moms, you know, how can we be more present? How can we add the joy back into our holiday season? You know what? Everything you say is exactly why I wrote the book. Um, I'm, as I, as I grew older and, you know, when you're a little one and you enjoy so much about Christmas and the anticipation and the joy and the magic that it brings as you get older and reality sets in of more to do, especially for moms, you lose it. You lose so much of that magic. And what I like to say, what used to be cheer now becomes a chore. And right. It's just, you know, so I like to say, Hey, how do we put a little bit more cheer and get rid of the chore? And I really think that women, especially all of us, but women, especially and busy moms take on so much for perfection, right? Their goal is to have this amazing, wonderful Christmas that's a Norman Rockwell picture. And it's, <laughs> right? I mean, we all dream of it. Yeah. It's in the movie, it's in the media. It's why we get lost in the Hallmark tales. You know, it's all of that's great. But the truth of the matter is it's, it's downright impossible to execute something like that. And my number one tip and what I talk about in my book, the whole idea of taking back your holidays is doing just that. How do I own my holidays so that I am joyful and I'm having a good time? Because my children are going to pick up on that. If I'm miserable, they know it. They're the smartest ones in the room as far as I'm concerned. And right. And they feel it. So number one goal to me is to tell moms is to own your holiday. 
And my book has lots of little ways to help you do that. But the number one I say is to share the work. You got to let go of a little bit of the, the, the goals and share the work with the family or friends or loved ones or neighbors, whatever makes your Christmas a shared experience. You have to share the load. And I think that's, that's, you know, we forget that as, as, as moms and as, as, um, you know, busy career women, we think we can do it all. And the truth of the matter is it just, it's just not possible. It, it doesn't lead to happiness. And that's my number one tip. And I give a lot of, you know, specifics on how to do that, but that's really what the gist of the book is about. So you hit it right on the head. Yeah. And you know what? Why do we as women have a problem asking for help? Is it I mean, a, really? I mean, th- there's a lot of reasons for. I mean, I think one, a lot of us are control freaks, and and I'm one too. So I'm not pointing yeah. fingers. We want to own, you know, everything so it's just right, right? So we we we're afraid to let go. You know, one of the great examples of a, a mom that I talked to about Christmas is she she just you know can't do it all, and she doesn't really like to decorate, but she does it because she wants it right. Right. So she 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 spends a lot of time and she decorates like crazy and and she owns it. It's perfect. And yet there's a hundred other things that she'd rather be doing. And I told her last year the kids were dying to decorate. They wanted to help. And I said, let them like it's okay if the lights are at, you know, shoulder height. It it doesn't matter if they put, you know, your favorite reindeer not next to the chimney, but over in the kitchen. Right. Because you're letting them participate. And guess what? They're joyful. You're going to giggle about it. And yet you're going to go own something that you really like to do, whether that's baking, whether that's, you know, doing the charity drive, whether it's, you know, the tree, whatever other focus you have, it makes it, it truly makes it for lighter and brighter. And she was like, wow, we're doing that every year. Like I'm, I'm letting that go. So I think it comes to, you know, your question was experiencing what it feels like when we do let go, when we don't own everything and realize that everything's going to be okay and that the, that the joy doesn't disappear, right? The magic yes. doesn't go away. So I think yeah. that's a big lesson for all of us. I feel like, you know, I used to be more of a control freak when my kids were small because I was trying to be like the perfect mom and the pers- perfect hostess. And after a while, you just get tired and you're like, you know what, kids, just put the ornaments wherever you want. Right. <laughs> It's so refreshing to let them. And if you start that way in the beginning, rather than letting yourself get to a point of exhaustion where you throw your hands up, because then it feels like failure, right? Like, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't do it all. I couldn't get to it. So yeah, just go ahead. But if you let everybody in the family own their thing, you'd be surprised how, you know, whether it's the spouse, husbands, partners, um, girlfriends, boyfriends, how they all friends come together and go, I love to do X, you know, whether it's, I love to put the, you know, the Christmas card together. Like how many of us send out Christmas cards? I mean, we try, we may attempt. And then we realize like in the spring, there's still that pile of Christmas cards that we never, we never sent out, you know, we sort of hide them in the desk drawer and go like, okay, well, maybe next year we meant to. Uh, some people like own that. You'd be surprised that they go, oh my gosh, getting the perfect shot and then going on to, you know, getting a software, whether it's Shutterfly or wherever we go and we get this great picture and I send it out. It's some people absolutely love to do that in the family. So why not let that go? Right. Same same with the baking, same with decoration, same with gift gathering. Like there's so many things that other people 
love to do that we we take back and realize, oh, I did, had I known, had I asked, <laughs> I would have let that go a long time ago. <laughs> you know, the thing is, when you say own your holiday, it also makes me think, Yvonne, like own what you want to do and how you want to spend your time. Because a lot of times these family traditions get passed down and then we go begrudgingly because that's what we've always done. And it's like, sometimes traditions are just for a season. So I think it's really important when you start your own family to ask, you know, your children, when they get to a certain age, like, Hey, what do you guys want to do? And it's okay to say, you know what? Sorry, we can't make it for this or that because you start your own new tradition. You know what? It's that's the boundaries, being able to say no, but setting up your new traditions is, you know, what I talk about in the book as well. I mean, you really have to own your holiday for your own joy. What makes you happy is going to emanate throughout the seasons and make everybody else happy. So it's like that old tale. I'm sure you've heard about this where the daughter cuts off the ends of the roast. Every time she's cooking before she bakes it, you know, or roasts it in the oven, she cuts off, you know, a couple of inches from each side. And, you know, her daughter does it and, you know, her granddaughter does it. And at some point the granddaughter, you know, says, well, why do we do that? right? What, how does that help the recipe? What happens? And she asked her mom and her mom doesn't know. And so she asked her, you know, her mom and she doesn't know. And she asked her great grandmother and back with the great grandmother, it was like, well, it didn't fit in the pan I had. Right? <laughs> so you sit there and you, you're the traditions that we do, we do over and over again every year. And we may not know even why we do it. Where did that tradition come from? Why do we do it? Is it important in our household? And some are beautiful traditions that we hang on to, while others we really don't know. So the fun part about my book is I talk a lot about holiday history and why things are called what they are. You know, why is it Black Friday? Why do we kiss under mistletoe? Is poinsettia really poisonous? A lot of people, (laughs) there's there's a lot of myths and traditions that come with Christmas. You know, why we hang a wreath on the door that we don't really know why. And so I want people to own and take back their holiday and choose the traditions, whether they're new, you know, whether they're handed down from generations to generations, but they know why they do it. Because I think that's really, really important. And it frees up a lot of time when you are able to maybe give up a few of these traditions that maybe weren't so you know, important to your family when you look at it, when you really realize it. And it frees up more at time for activities. And activities are what we remember through the holidays, right? So how many times do we say every year, oh, we're going to go see the Christmas tree lighting, you know, or we're going to go, if, if you live in a place where there's snow, you know, we're going to go build a snowman. And then, you know, January 3rd happens and you go, wow, I didn't do any of that. And you're, res- you're resentful. It's like you did all this work and all this labor for nothing. It feels like nothing, you know, and giving to others where we don't give to ourselves. And I think if we slow down and we experience those moments like playing in the snow with the kids or like going on a drive to see the lights or, you know, going to see that favorite Christmas movie that you mentioned earlier together with the family. Those are what makes Christmas. Those are what makes the magic. And the, yeah, and the yeah, it's so true. And we, I think, forget so we forget true. that we really do. Yeah, it's those, it's those memories for me. You know, it, it's the season. It's that feeling that's surrounding us, and the feeling of what's to come, and the anticipation. And it's those little memories that we can share all throughout the season. That is like my favorite part 
um, even a lot of times more so than the actual Christmas right. day. I mean, a good analogy is, I, you know, when I, I do speaking engagements and, and when I speak to the, you know, to the audience about, um, you know, usually moms and usually or busy professional women, we talk about how many people have been to a fabulous wedding, you know, in the summer and people would raise their hands and, you know, and say like, yeah, it was a 200, you know, people event and there was beautiful food and decoration, like just amazing from the start to the finish. And I say, how long does it take to prepare something like that? And, you know, it's a, it's a year, just six months. I mean, sure, you can have a shotgun wedding that's beautiful if you're amazing at it. But most, most grand, you know, big events like that take a long time. And it's the journey that makes it so wonderful, right? You know, picking out the dress, where are we going to have it? Where's the, you know, what, what reception, you know, down to the, you know, the little doves, right? When we're releasing the doves and when we say I do, you know, all the little details that make up this magical day. So it's the journey as well as the big day. And Christmas is no different. You know, you look at invitations, there's our holiday cards. You look at the meal that happens at the wedding, well, there's our big, you know, Christmas Eve dinner, you know, or Christmas Day dinner. And also how we look, right? Women have a strong, you know, affinity to look great for the holidays, right? So they have to get their nails done and their hair done and have the perfect outfit. All of that pressure we put on ourselves in about three weeks. (laughs) <laughs> and all of a sudden the room goes oh my gosh you're right <laughs> and so you know unless you're preparing all year long which some you know christmas files as i love to call them people who love christmas as do i you know plan a little bit all through the year which is great unless you do that you really can't expect yourself to have perfection on you know december 25th and, and then the fall from grace the next day, you, you know, you're going to have that high that just completely disappears because you weren't relishing the moments or the journey. It, it's just mm-hmm. one big, ugh, yeah. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> it's funny because no matter where you are in your life, you're always going to look back on Christmas and think about these past seasons. So what, you know, like for me, I have teenagers now and it's like, I, I watch a home video and I see when my kids are little coming down running so, to see what right. I left under the tree. And I'm like, my heart just aches. It's like, Oh, I want to go back to that, that right. year. But it's like that's every year. Like when my kids are married, I'm going to be like, Oh, I remember when they still live with us and they were teenagers and my heart's going to ache. So it's like, when we were in that year, were we, were we present enough? Were we, like, was I really relishing that season? And I think it's really important to remember I, that. Absolutely you know? right. I mean, it's the same as you know our age. You know, as we age and women get older, and we're always fighting, right? The the looking younger and feeling younger and our health and all of these things. And and I think as women, we're very conscientious about that. And the truth of the matter is, I like to say, I'm as young as I'm ever going to be today. Right. Today, I'm, I'm the youngest I am. And you're right. You know, whether you think you need to lose weight, whether you need to, you know, change your hair, whether you feel like, you know, all the things that you're down on yourself about. Guess what? In, in you know, a year, in six months, in five years or 10 years, if we're all blessed with that, you have to look back. You're going to look back and go like, oh, I wish I was I was there. Right. <laughs> I wish I was that many years yeah. younger or enjoying that. And you're right. If we can take the time to be present in the moment. And and relish that all the journey, not just the day, uh, and and the activities that we do building up to it. Then we become we slow down time a little bit. 
that's one of the I say, how many times do we look up from our work desk or talking to a friend and go, oh, I can't believe it's already, you know, November, or I can't believe the kids are already X age, you know, or I can't believe it's already summer. Like our whole life is getting this shock value now of, oh my gosh, <laughs> I didn't look up from my desk and it's already Halloween kind of thing. And yeah. the idea is yeah. to make sure that you are that's why holidays to me are so important. And I do Christmas, of course, but I talk about all holidays uh, on my blog and, and on my website, because I think those are markers of time that if we stop and relish the journey to those, to those beautiful holidays and those seasons, then we slow down time a little bit. We're, we're able to make those memories rather than zipping through them and missing out. You know, Yvonne, that was really, um, that really hit me. That was really well said because the holidays, commercialism has kind of made them where we Absolutely. almost read them. And really, when you think about it, it's a, it is a marker of time. And it's like, that kind of should be the time that we stop and we pause what we're doing. And we look at those people we love and we really take, you know, a day off of work or take a, you know, time to do something fun or relaxing or just makes us happy. And it's like the holidays give us an excuse to do that. Absolutely. I mean, one of my favorites, you know, which I laugh about is, um, you know, looking at the holiday, you know, Labor Day. And the whole reason for having Labor Day is, of course, to reward us for being hard laborers, for being hard workers, for building America. You know, that's where Labor Day came from, right? So what do we do as women? I love it. We usually end up taking Friday off because we have the Monday off and we run to the big, big box stores and we decide that we're going to redo our cabinets, right? So we've got, we've got, it's what we do. It's like, oh, great. We have four days. We're going to rip the cabinets out. We're going to put new ones, have a big sale on at the big box store, you know, and Home Depot or Lowe's or wherever we go. And you're right. We fall prey to the commercialism because that's what they want you to do, right? They want you to go by and, and do all these things. And I'm not saying that that's not a great project, but it's probably not a great project for that weekend when you're supposed to be putting your feet up and to relax. You know, pick a different time, pick a different way to say, hey, I'm going to focus and yeah, we're going to do the cabinets or bit by bit, not you get four days or three days and the project needs to be done. And then, you, you know, you're at work on Tuesday, you're absolutely exhausted from from your, your holiday, you know, and, you know, same with Christmas and, um, and yet there's so much more to do, obviously, or that we feel that we have to do around the on Christmas time. And I like to say that there are no Christmas police. You know, there's no citation for you if you don't do a tradition or if you skip out on something or if you own something that you really want to do. It, there's no one's going to get you in trouble. So the only the only person that yeah. is giving us grief is ourselves. <laughs> so, right. Right. so true. So, Yvonne, tell tell us these moms that are listening to you and say, I really want to be that person this year. I really want to take pause and enjoy it. And they just are like, but I don't know how. Give us some helpful tips to just make it easier for the Absolutely. moms that are listening. I'd say first and foremost is communication. That is number one, because you really need to communicate with others, whether it's people at work, whether it's your family, whether it's your friends, about your expectations for the holiday and make it exciting. So that way, when you're talking with others, you can take back and own those individual items or individual, you know, big, big, exciting activities around the holidays that you want to own. So let's say your thing is absolutely the Christmas tree. 
let's say you've always wanted to have a theme Christmas tree and you know you really don't want to use the ornaments that you've had in the past maybe a few of the heirloom ones but you've always wanted to do a you know a beach theme Christmas tree or a Victor or a pink tree or a Victorian tree and have never done it you need to tell your family or your friends this is what I'm doing this year and I want you to be a part of it. I want you to come see the tree. I might have a tree trimming night. I might, you know, ask for help. I might just have a big party and I want to show you my tree. So the idea, you know, and that's one one small sample of the activities that you can do around the holidays, but it's to own it, right? And you're going to do an awesome job and to communicate with others in the family or friends what they're going to own because they're going to do an amazing job. And you get to benefit, you get to the rewards from their excitement of what they really love to do. So first and foremost is to um, communicate with others about the expectations of what the holiday is going to be. And number two, it is to downsize what you normally do every year. What are some of the things that you can give up? And that's another conversation with the family. Maybe there's something that you do every year that you're like, oh, no one likes to do that. You know, then, then you own it. You know, the third thing is to take a look at what normally stresses you out during the holidays? So let's say it's something like decorating. You know, if you have hundreds of boxes in the garage and you roll your eyes going like, oh, I can't believe I have to take down all of that stuff. The idea is don't take take a couple of things down. And I like to call it Christmas light. Right. It's it's so refreshing sometimes to have some beautiful pieces out that maybe are a third or a quarter of what you normally put out because your focus is so on those items. You know, there might be a story behind them or something that you really love and cherish. And next year, you may choose another item that comes out that you really focus on. So Christmas light really helps people to realize I don't need a lot in my house in order for it to look cheery and cheerful. It, it, It could be really simple, you know, a simple bow, a simple vase filled with some holly or greenery. And you'd be like that simple look. People go, wow, they, they cherish that. If you're the kind that likes abundance, you, you want to kill it and overdo and you love that because some people do, that's great. Do it, but get rid of something else. If it's the cooking mm-hmm. or the baking, you know, maybe it's your partner that loves doing that. Maybe it's your daughter, your son that, you know, loves to cook. Let them own it and you are going to receive tenfold when somebody else is exciting about owning something. So those are the, those are some of the strategies that really help um, for women to sit back and go like, oh, I get it. I can enjoy it. <laughs> I can enjoy my holiday. And I would yeah. say, you know, definitely to pick activities yeah. that you've missed in the past. Things that things reflect back onto January, you know, or February of last year, whether it was you overspent on the bills, you know, when they came and you were rolling your eyes going, why did I buy all of that stuff? Um, whether it was, wow, I didn't get to do my favorite thing, which was to whatever, you know, X, Y, and Z. And we, we missed it because I was too busy. Those are the things that you want to own and, and make a list. It doesn't have to be intense, you know, jot things down that you think these are the things that really matter to us this year and have the family agree and communicate even a limit maybe for gift giving, which is really important. Some people feel really bad. I mean, how many times, right, Jennifer, do you give somebody a gift and, you know, you might get one and think, wow, I really either overdid it or I underdid it or (laughs) or I forgot to give somebody the gift. And when we think about that, the reality is we give gifts from the heart because that person means something to us and it's special. And it really should be one way without feeling like we need to receive back, 
right? Mm -hmm. And that sort of limits our thought about, oh, I'm going to have to equate, you know, my gift to whatever, how much this person spent on me. If we can remember that it's really not about that, it makes the season that much more beautiful. I think we all need a reminder in that department. It's we've all, you know, get to a point where even though we gave a gift, we there's always somebody that outdoes us and then you feel like you didn't do enough. And that person's not like, oh, <laughs> right. she didn't spend like, enough oh, money on me. What you know, <laughs> you think me. That. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean Yeah. And if your list is too long and it's taking the fun out of giving away, then like you said, communicate expectations. Plan in advance sit down and talk to the family members and say, Hey, you know, I really can't swing this much anymore. Or can we put a limit on what we're spending? So it, then it's not about stressing out, you know, with the shopping. It's Absolutely. more about the time. People together. forget that for some reason, especially us, us busy moms and, and professionals that are running around, what we forget is that Christmas is a, it's a communal community holiday. It's about others. You know, even if we're single or live alone, it's about spending time with, you know, friends or family or even strangers. If we're doing something and making them friends, Christmas is always about others. It's about, right, mankind and and being generous, right? So when you think about that, why in the world would we take on the chore of Christmas as being our own? If we don't share it, yeah. Right. Then then it's it's really we're being a little bit scroogey <laughs> about it and selfish. So we need to share it. And when we share it, the amount of joy is tenfold. When people own something that they are proud of, that they can share with you, even if it's as simple as I'm popping some popcorn and we're going to string it tonight while watching a movie. You know, that's not a huge thing to organize, but it's something that is so meaningful. Right. Isn't it great to either come home from work or be home from your busy day and somebody else says, hey, I've made popcorn. We're going to string some popcorn and we're watching It's a Wonderful Life. And you kind of go, oh, wow. You know, (laughs) it's a little thing, but it's 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 joyful. And those are the things that we need to remember. Mm -hmm. It's the simple things, you know, it really is the simple things that you're especially with kids. They don't need to have everything be elaborate. That's kind of like the pressure we put on ourselves as moms. The kids just want to do the simple, easy, relaxed things. And they want mom to be relaxed and have fun and with them. And you know what's the same out. with gift giving. You know, as, as moms, of course, you want to give them the world, right? We wish we could give our kids everything. But that's probably not the best message to send them around Christmas time. Really, it's about why don't we go through your closet and get rid of some of your, you know, the toys that you don't use anymore. They're gently worn and come with me. So let's wrap these or let's take them down to the local hospital or the local adopt a family chapter or to church and see who and and watch these kids who they light up. I mean, at first it's tough if they're not sure how this works, but when they receive on Christmas and realize that they are passing on their joy to others who are less fortunate or could really use these items, you're instilling a, a lesson into these kids that is for life. You know, having them being raised that way rather than getting, you know, a hundred gifts that they can't even see through. You know, how many times do we give little ones a gift and then they focus on that one and there's, you know, four others to open and they're busy. They're like, they just want the one they just got. They don't need that much, you know? So we do it, right? We want to give them abundance. And I think the abundance in time and of love and of curating the holiday is is the better gift, the, the lifelong gift. Yeah, it's so true. It's the experience. 
Yeah, I love this. I mean, the book sounds amazing, Yvonne. Thank Where you can so the much. listeners find it? Was find a, it? a works in progress, let me tell you. And just to let you know, it's it's also my birthday, <laughs> Christmas Day. So that's what you said, right? <laughs> yes, I do call you Dr. Christmas. I wanted to mention it to everybody. Her website is actually that's um, right. drchristmas.com, right? M-A-S.com. Yeah. And the Rx is because it's your prescription for the holidays. I like everyone to be holiday, holiday healthy. And that's where the Rx comes from. You can get my book on my website, order it there, or you can go directly to amazon.com and look for taking back your holidays. And um, it's available in hardback and ebook format and paperback and audio coming soon. So everybody can have, and it's a, it's a, you know, it's a light read. It's whimsical. It's fun because no one needs a novel to learn how to, you know, to have a lighter, brighter, anything. <laughs> so it's, it's a fun read and it, it makes a great gift. And I'm just really happy to finally get that message out that I've been trying to share with others for so long. So it's really exciting to have it out there. Well, I think it sounds like it's going to be a huge blessing to a lot of people. So I'm really um, just happy for you. And we're going to link the book onto this website and podcast. And again, thank you so much for being on the 29 Minute Mom. It's really, I think this is a really, really important message that all moms need to hear before we get into the craziness. You're of the welcome. Thank, so thank you for you having again, me. And mom. I hope it helps everybody to have just truly a lighter, brighter Christmas um, and enjoy their their time with their loved ones. Absolutely. So check out Yvonne's book. The link's going to be right here um, on the website, The 29 Minute Mom. Don't forget to share it, you know, send it out to your friends, your families, your sisters, your mothers, so that they can also have a lighter, brighter Christmas this season. And just a reminder, you can also check out the No More Christmas Clutter series. Uh, there'll be a link to that website, um, that page on the website too. And we just want to yes, wish everybody happy a happy, Merry everyone. Christmas. Thanks, Jennifer. <laughs> Have a great day. You're welcome. Thanks, Yvonne.